When we proclaim the gospel here at church or read the gospel at home, one way of understanding it a little bit more to delve deeply into the gospel is to put ourselves in the gospel scene. And on this Palm Sunday and every Palm Sunday, we actually do that as a church. We each have a role to play within the scene. I play the role of of Christ, saying the words of Christ. One of our lectors was saying the words of the narrator. Another lector was saying the words of, of several different characters. And then the crowd is you. So you're entering into this gospel scene in this liturgy as members of this crowd. Disciples and those who have rejected our Lord. And by doing that, we enter more deeply into the, into the gospel itself. Perhaps we get a, a new perspective on the gospel. Perhaps we're able to see with new eyes what our Lord is trying to communicate through this living and effective word. So we can ask ourselves, who are we in today's gospel? And specifically, we'll ask ourselves, who are we in today's first gospel? The triumphal entrance of Christ into Jerusalem. We could be any number of people. We could be one of our Lord's friends or disciples. We could be someone who's a pilgrim who just happened to be entering the gate at the same time. Someone who's a pilgrim there in Jerusalem for the Passover. We could be a scribe or a Pharisee watching with disapproval from afar. And perhaps throughout our lives we've been more than one of those things. Perhaps one year we're a a devoted disciple. Perhaps the year before we had been a disinterested bystander. Personally, I enter into this scene through the eyes of an unexpected but very important party in this gospel. Actually, the, the party in this gospel who is mentioned the most. And it's the donkey. I'm the donkey in this scene. And don't worry, you can be too. You too can be the donkey. We can think of ourselves as that little donkey who had the honor of carrying Jesus through the streets of Jerusalem in triumph. Think about it. It's a very important role to bear Christ into Jerusalem on his way to do his salvific work. Several verses are dedicated to the disciples entering the city and acquiring the donkey and what specifically they are to say. The Master has need of it, we hear. And the Master has need of you for a similar mission, to bear Christ into the world. You see, this donkey, he bears on his back the Savior of the world. He brings Jesus to people. And that is what we are meant to do. Bring Christ into the midst of the world. Not to glorify ourselves, because while we may be mentioned a lot, the story is not about us. It's about Christ. He's the center of attention. It's Hosanna. It's not for us, but for him. There's nothing particularly glorious about being a donkey. But he who the donkey bears is the king of the universe. He became a throne upon which our Lord and Savior sat. So I have in my office several um, works of, uh, of, of art, original works of art, uh, all done by amateur artists, friends of mine. And there's some watercolors and some, there's, there's some pastels. There's other things, right? And, but there's several sketches. But my favorite sketch 
is, I think, the simplest, and probably the one that was made, uh, it, was, it was probably made in just a few minutes. And it's a small sketch on computer paper of a donkey, a simple donkey. And below the sketch, there's this phrase from St. Maria. Would that you could acquire, as I know you would like to, the virtues of the donkey. Donkeys are humble, hardworking, persevering, stubborn, and faithful, with a sure step, tough. And if they have a good master, also grateful and obedient. I keep it there because I need it as a reminder to imitate the virtues of this donkey. And it makes perfect sense because I do have a good master, the Lord Jesus Christ. The most important of those virtues of the donkey is humility. No one could read this gospel and say, well, this is the gospel of the donkey. No, this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not about the donkey, it's about Christ. And the donkey knows it, or at least I hope he does. Pope John Paul I, who hasn't left us with too many writings, actually wrote about this donkey. He wrote, When I am paid a compliment, I must compare myself with the little donkey that carried Christ on Palm Sunday. And I say to myself, If that little creature, hearing the applause of the crowd, had become proud and had begun to bow his thanks left and right like a prima donna, how much hilarity he would have aroused. Don't act the same. You see, we should help others in such a way that we are not the center of attention. We don't, we're not apostles for our own sake, but for the glory of God. We don't get, nor do we need, the accolades for saving souls. For it is Christ who does the saving, and it is Christ in his mercy and in his wisdom who has asked for our cooperation. Once again, the Master has need of you and me, and each one of us. If people do not hear the gospel from us, who will they hear it from? For those of our friends who haven't darkened the door of a church in a while, for any number of reasons, who will invite them back? It has to be you. The Master has need of you, especially now. What could be better than to have our family and our friends and our neighbors return to Mass this Easter, if they're ready. Please extend that invitation. The Master has need of you. And I know it sounds strange that I'm calling you all donkeys. Well, you are. Praise God. Praise God to be able to be someone who does the will of God and draws many souls to Him. Praise God to be able to be someone who bears Christ to everyone they meet. And today you will receive Christ. Will we go forth from this place unchanged? Will we go forth from this place and not invite others into our joy? That is not an option. The Master has need of you in His wisdom and in His love. So let's make this a great Easter by the grace of God. Cooperate with His will and bring many souls back to Him.